Pertrium, but I'm not mad at you. Oh no, I'm thank not you. Mad at you at all? I actually haven't shaved my underarms, and I just don't really care. I don't care anymore. My yeah. legs? Uh, my head. I can start to see it's the metal. Well, <laughs> I want to go get a massage and have them be scared of my butt when they flip me over and be like, Wah! I want to see a, I want to see a, a, an old Asian woman cringe is what I want to see when she sees my minge. She will cringe when she sees my minge. OK, oh my thanks for making me feel better. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yay. Go to Love Phoenix you. Day on the Bye. 16th. Yay.
download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm Mutiny. 
fell in love. <laughs> but you know what? I never believed. I never believed in working a real hard job. But one day my old lady walked up and told me, she said, Bobby. She said, your loving is good. But my money is getting sort of thin. Let me hear you say, yeah. I don't mean to hurt your feelings, boy. But you better get on out and find yourself a job. My nose was sort of open wide at that time. So early that next morning, <laughs> I went on out looking, trying to find a job, and I'm mighty glad today that I can tell you that I found it. I put in 24 hours a day, and then a little overtime. But here's the sad part of the story. <laughs> you know something about that, don't you? <laughs> Listen to me now. Work brought me home. It brought me home sort of early one night. I got a funny. In the I got great a funny jungle, a little elephant is born. His name She rocks him to sleep with her trunk while singing softly to him at the Until I recognized my old lady's voice, so she kept telling, she said, Ooh, baby. And I was steady listening. She said, Ooh, baby. And he sort of studied. He, he kept saying, like, Oh, 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 what, honey? <laughs> she kept telling this. She said, Keep on doing, doing, doing. I know you're still with me. Let me hear you say, yeah. yeah. So I started to call my baby. I said, baby. I said, I'm glad to walk away if you do me one thing. Would you do me one
Hey, Mutiny Radio listener, if you're listening, I apologize, I need to record something, so lucky us, huh? Yeah, let's record some stuff. Coming October 9th through, oh, I already fucked up, dang it. I know I want to use that song though, huh? Okay. 
October 9th through 16th, 2022. The seventh annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you, San Francisco and beyond. So many venues this year. Atlas Cafe, Madam Racecar, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Boozeland and Mutiny Radio. 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day block party series by Livable Streets, who brought you, or Livable City, who brought you Sunday Streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the Bacon Bacon food truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside, ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues, October 9th through 16th, 2022. See you there.
What happened? What happened to our podcast? I was enjoying that song. The last uh, scene of my... Wow, this computer is angry. It's on its last legs. Don't stop the clock. I started watching the walking videos during the first lockdown. The initial fascination was the empty streets. Normally busy areas like Piccadilly Circus or the South Bank completely empty of the life that used to fill them. When the lockdowns began to lift, the attraction was in watching people returning to those same streets, and now it's in the opportunity to witness street life in all corners of the globe. London, yes, but also New York, Tokyo, Barcelona, Seoul. These days, you name pretty much any city, and someone in it will have strapped a GoPro to themselves and took to the streets. I just tried it for Lagos, Nigeria, and sure enough, yep, someone's done it. Buenos Aires? You got it. Want to walk alongside the Ganges in Varanasi? You can. It isn't just the great world cities, either. If you want, you can take a virtual walk around Macclesfield, or Yeovil, or Halifax, whether in Yorkshire or Nova Scotia. You can even have a look around my manor in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, if you like. Why, today, of all days, Am I writing about the walking videos? Well, partly because it seemed appropriate given Saturday's entry on my blog, Wrestling Emily Dickinson, which concerned a video someone had taken walking part of the length of The Queue, which snaked from Westminster Hall all the way to Southwark. And partly because these videos tell us a truth about city life which we won't see in footage on the news of London today. With the normal business of city life still, this time not because of a virus that threatens all humanity, but in order to cosset the grief of a single absurdly powerful family, the normally active, milling crowds replaced with a passive audience watching a single coffin be escorted to Westminster Abbey. And I don't use the word cosset lightly. One of the most heartening things about watching someone walk part of the length of the queue on Saturday was watching as it got away from the display of roided-up security theatre in Westminster and started snaking along the opposite side of the river, where all the usual overpriced bars and allegedly artisanal food trucks were still hawking their wares and where people outside of the queue were enjoying the riverside as they would on any other sunny summer night on the South Bank. And that is one of the lessons about grief I learned from having to watch all the Jubilee celebrations going on while I was mourning the death of my mother back in May. It's what every normal person who grieves has to deal with. The outsized popularity of Auden's Funeral Blues is owed mostly to its inclusion in Four Weddings and a Funeral, but there is a reason Richard Curtis chose it for that film. Nothing is more human than the urge to stop the world from turning in our grief. That urge is understandable, but it is also right and proper 
but the world frustrates the urge. Life does go on. As Auden observed in his better, far less lachrymose Musée de Beaux-Arts, the greatest truth about our personal suffering is that it happens while others are eating or opening a window or just walking dully along, and that even those who are witness to the tragedy, such as in the painting by Bruegel to which Auden refers, the expensive, delicate ship that must have seen something amazing, a boy falling out of the sky, or, one thinks, a queue of people stretching from Parliament to Southwark Park, have somewhere to get to and sail calmly on. Unless those who happen to be grieving happen also to have the surname Windsor. There are lots of things I object to about the monarchy. They are an institution which represents the worst evils in the world and are personally guilty of many of those evils themselves. They are the beneficiaries of privilege, private law, in its most literal sense. Elizabeth Windsor interfered in over 1,000 laws to prevent them affecting her via the Queen's consent process. A lot of that interference was motivated by a desire to protect her wealth, a protection she very generously extends to her friends among the ultra-wealthy, like that nice Mr. Epstein, via the network of Crown Dependencies, aka tax havens or secrecy jurisdictions, over which she, until very recently, presided, and over which her son, Charles, now presides. But another thing I object to about the institution of the monarchy is how badly it deforms the people who belong to it. We are going to see a lot of evidence of how deformed, psychologically, those people can get in the reign of Charles Windsor, if his inability to tolerate leaky pens is any indication. And one of the reasons why they become so warped as individuals is because of days like today, when, uniquely of all families in the UK, of all families in the world, the Windsors are allowed to do the very things Auden's funereal poem lists as examples of the absurd and overreaching desires of grief, and to bring a stop to the business of ordinary ongoing life he writes about in Musée de Beaux-Arts. The traffic policemen may not quite wear black cotton gloves, but they are out in force on the streets of the capital today, along with members of every branch of the armed services and, no doubt, many plainclothes SIS operatives, all acting in concert to ensure no peal of mocking laughter or cry of accusation is allowed to spoil the officially mandated national mood. The shops are shut, with a few noble exceptions. I shan't name the branch of Subway, which was my only option this morning, for fear of sending royalist reprisals their way, but I am pathetically grateful in the way only a fat person in receipt of a greasy breakfast can be that they chose to stay open. Roads are closed, and radio stations are strictly adhering to the two mandated playlists of Mood 1, Sad Music, and Mood 2, Saddest Music. Every news broadcaster local to this country, and even Al Jazeera English, who are usually my go-to when the rest of the news is full of royal weddings, broadcast the funeral. The most important of grief's lessons is that the world doesn't share in your grief. That is something which those in the queue who were grieving 
as opposed to those who came out to gawp in the tradition of the London mob, were brought face to face with on Saturday night. That is something I had to face up to when I sat outside a pub in Tynemouth, covered in jubilee bunting, crying over the death of my mother. And it's a lesson which heaven and earth will be moved to protect our pampered royals, and you do not live to 96 without some heavy pampering, whatever sycophants might say about the late Mrs. Windsor's selfless service, from ever having to learn. Musée de Beaux-Arts About suffering, they were never wrong, the old masters. How well they understood its human position. How it takes place while someone else is eating or opening a window or just walking dully along. How when the aged are reverently, passionately waiting for the miraculous birth, there always must be children who did not specially want it to happen, skating on a pond at the edge of the wood. They never forgot that even the dreadful martyrdom must run its course anyhow in a corner, some untidy... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of you listening. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? 
That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> John Wessick here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loin Naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. Bowl haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him, chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section. And after the singed carpet incident, management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his timesheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase the taste of wild boar's blood. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior and I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. around in it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising Cadillac on the freeway. Good Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink, so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoi polloi. 
Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters are broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com and Black Block is on Amazon. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. of subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control, graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen, graphic design for every need, and live music promotion. And some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control. Go to SubliminalSF.com now. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. October 9th through 16th, 2022, the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you, San Francisco and beyond. So many venues this year. Atlas Cafe, Madam Racecar, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Boozeland and Mutiny Radio. 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day Block Party see you or Livable City who brought you Sunday Streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the Bacon Bacon Food Truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues October 9th through 16th, 2022. See you there. The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people, to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. 
This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. It's the Joke Workshop. Flap like classic beauty radio dot I don't want a pickle Just want to ride on my motorcycle I don't want a tickle Cause I'd rather ride on my I'd 
around the campfire light. I love the woman in motion with hair as dark as night. Her eyes were like that of a cat in the dark that hypnotized me with love. She was a gypsy woman. She was a gypsy woman She danced around and round To a guitar melody Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at Mutant Rights Sit around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate Oh, Lord, I she enchanted me
Ed Sullivan now. Even agents can do Ed Sullivan. I'm sure that somewhere in the world is a goddamn bear. <laughs> Just from being on the show, you know. Watching Ed from the wings, you know, you pick it up. Now, I know that a lot of guys do Ed Sullivan on kind of an amateur basis, and I'm here to help. It's, you know, kind of replaced the lampshade for men in parties. And the digger. When you do your Ed Sullivan impression, when you do your Ed Sullivan, don't worry about the voice or the manner of the voice. Just the acts you introduce. The stranger, the freakier the acts are, the better your Ed Sullivan will be. I'll now start my Ed Sullivan. I do the John Biner Ed Sullivan, by the way. Many of the comics prefer the Will Jordan. But the John Biner Ed Sullivan is cued for my ear by saying the phrase, well, now you know. But I know. But I know right here in Armstrong. But I know. I'll get it. But I know. But I know right here in our show. But I was just after Connie Francis and her tribute to Carmen Basilio. And immediately following, or just following, the waltzing mice, the Maori fire eaters. And just before, is that just before or just after? During. of Kate Smith <laughs> the entire female population Guadalajara will run out on our stage and yell out their brassiere sizes <laughs> now in our audience tonight I know sitting out there in our audience where are you now? there you are <laughs> the lock Ness Monster. <laughs> That's all that's really here. That's really here. He swam all the way from Scotland. Also in our room. There you are. The world's largest nun. Don't stand up, sister. But I know. But I know next week on our show. The Bronze Age. <laughs> Excerpt from the Protestant Reformation. What would be the ultimate Ed Sullivan act? It would have to be... It would have to be everything that has occurred since eternity. Or maybe how about Ed just staring back at you for an hour? How are you? I'd like to see them one time. Well, it's over now. No one got a chance to thank Ed either. You dig that? The last one that they taped, they didn't know it was going to be the last one because they were due to go into reruns the next week. And then it was canceled after it was in reruns. So at the actual last show after 23 years, nobody really, you know, knew the vibes they were into. What a shame. I would like to have been there just to say, thanks, Ed. No kidding, man. Thanks for all the crazy acts and everything in all those years. Wow. Thanks for the Beatles, Ed. Ed made sure we got him, man. And Elvis, yeah. Little maudlin gang, but thanks, Ed. Da -da -da. On non-ground night, that's the night before come. All the Indians get together in this little ballroom. Bro, they yeah. get their little stuff, you understand? Like that, and they go like that, and uh, put on 
some dude. And for those that go, <coughs> you know, in the home, you understand? And they make them feel good, and they get there, and they pitch a bitch. <laughs> I don't mean a ball, I see a bitch. All night, all through the night, don't care. See when mine is out, they come, you fall out there. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you serious? 
I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> John Wessick here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! John Wessick here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. Full haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him, chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section. And after the singed carpet incident, management forbade cooking fires. 
No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwave cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his time sheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase, the taste of wild boar's blood. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjiro, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink, so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoi polloi. Next is a Folsom leather bar. The dark goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters have broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com and Black Block is on Amazon. Go! www.subliminalsf.com For the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need. And live music promotion! At some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF. Visual and auditory mind control. Go to subliminalsf.com now!
Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. October 9th through 16th, 2022. The 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you, San Francisco and beyond. So many venues this year. Atlas Cafe, Madam Racecar, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Boozeland and Mutiny Radio. 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day block party. See you or livable city who brought you Sunday streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have a bacon, bacon food truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside, ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the seventh annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues, October 9th through 16th, 2022. See you there. The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people, to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Well, hello there. This is Always Free. Uh, Joan Robard is back. And I think I have to turn this other thing down. Okay, that's much better. That's very distracting when there's noise in the background. Um, yes, I'm happy to be back. Uh, we had some pre-recorded shows that were important, the Rainbow uh, Archives, uh, the history of the rainbow, uh, one, one gentleman is writing, and uh, all these, this information is important. And um, here I am, straight from Haight Street, the hippie capital of the world, and the drum circle at Golden Gate Park, where we've been experiencing wonderful, magical times, <coughs> drumming and singing and, and uh, doing all kinds of good stuff, spiritual stuff, uh, dancing, praying, uh, with colored lights, and uh, uh, it's just very, very amazing. Uh, in the evening, when the fog rolls in over the meadow, and we're drumming, and, and it's, it's very, very powerful. I can't even describe it. Uh, you know, I feel that there's something there that's important to us. It's it's a um, visible uh, evidence of who we are and, and what our culture is. As uh, <coughs> It's hard to know what to call us. Uh, you could try pacifists. Uh, 